On the last episode of Chain in the Valley, you guys helped get us synchronized. That pun was by Naveed. At Synchronize New York, where we met some financial industry veterans talking to folks from Microsoft and Hyperledger. So you're ready for some more fun, but back here in the Bay Area? Then listen up. You are listening to Peer Nova's Chain in the Valley, where we discuss all things blockchain and DLT over our morning coffee. Here are your hosts, Sonia and Naveed. Hi, everyone. I'm Naveed, and I'm here with my co-host, Sonia. Hello, everybody. You are listening to episode seven of Chain in the Valley. Who knew we would make it out this far, right? Amen. <laughs> we say that every episode, <laughs> by the way, don't we? Yeah, so uh, I hope you've had a chance to listen to our last episode. Uh, it was actually a, a fairly long episode. We recorded at Synchronized Event in New York. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on last week. And um, we particularly launched our Kinefirm platform on Google Cloud Marketplace. And we actually demoed this at Sifma Ops uh, mm-hmm. last week as well. So it was, it's been very, very busy, but obviously for all the good reasons. In fact, if any of our listeners are interested to learn a little bit more about our collaboration with Google Cloud, then I highly encourage them to please visit our website. We actually have a banner on top of the page that will take you directly to the landing page. How's your week been going? Pretty good. Just been holding down the fort while you've been traveling. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. So today we have another special guest on the air with us, Mr. David Levine. He is leading the data product strategy here at Pernova, and we are lucky enough to work closely with him on the daily. So welcome, David. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. So what we usually do is we have our guests introduce themselves. Would you mind giving our listeners a quick background on your experience? Sure. I had the pleasure of working at Thomson Reuters and at NASDAQ, both in corporate solutions, building products that deliver data analytics and insight to corporate customers. So I spent you know, a good part of my career in financial services and around uh, the markets. And let's dive right in. Yeah. So, so, David, we aren't afraid to tackle the basics here on Chain in the Valley. Would you mind going ahead and defining what golden source really means? So, golden has always been used around data to sort of mark that data that's really important and, and correct. And the way that we think about golden source at Piranova is that it's data that is guaranteed correct, that is reliable, and can be used for, for business uh, analysis to settle transactions and and is is based on a process that you can trust. So just so that everybody understands, we're talking about data that is reliable. What does that mean in real life? Why is data not reliable today? So, you know, there's different ways to think about data. You can think about data as, as just a, a representation of an asset like a options trade. Now, the options trade has a dollar value attached to it, and um, no, a number of things happen to that option in its life. And we think of this as its life cycle. There's a number of events that occur as the data sort of goes through its life cycle. So for, for us at Piranova, golden source means data that is not just the data itself, but data plus its life cycle events, so that we know how it's been transformed as it's gone through its life cycle. And together, that gives us um, a view into the, the, the data. That's, it's no longer just data. It's actually a combination of things that gives us the sense that it's golden. And we do some things with it, which we'll talk about. 
So uh, we're talking about something we call event lineage, which is, in essence, data plus context around that data. That's right. Now, golden source is what in relations to that? Is it this, this summation of all that information in one place? So it's How not the summation, it? it's, it's the actual full lineage of the history of that data point. So from the moment it's been accessed or created by the system to all its sort of, think about a trade, and after a trade, you know, a lot of our customers are, we're solving problems in post-trade settlement, and they have to process this, the data flows through their system, the data is a representation of an asset, and as the data flows through the systems, there's lots of different systems. Um, in fact, financial institutions are large, they're global, they have different geographic locations and different legal domiciles. And as that data flows through, what we found is that there's a lot of siloing going on. Mm-hmm. And, and the data representation will change. The way it's represented in one database can be different from the way it's represented in another database. So, David. You and I are on opposite ends of a trade. And I keep my information separate, and you keep your information separate. What's the value there in trying to combine these two things together? Because you're talking about data being in silos, right? Right. So what's, what, what kind of a problem are we solving here? Well, just start with that example. By keeping the data separate, what can happen? It can start to differ. From the moment that the trade occurs... And as the process of settlement goes on, the way that, that ad, those assets are represented on either side can begin to differ. And that's the basis of what causes the friction that we've seen in financial markets and in, even within institutions when the way an asset is represented starts to differ. And this is, again, another classic example of things are great when they're great, but when they are not working the way they're supposed to be. That's when things get very complicated. Right. We had Mike on our episode a couple of uh, weeks back, and he was talking about the fact that, for instance, when an exception occurs and somebody has to dive into the systems to try to figure out what has gone wrong, that that could be a Herculean task, if you will, because you have to figure out, first of all, what system that information resides in and at what point things have gone wrong. And, and it, it's just... it. There's a lot of manual processes involved. And what you're referring to here is that if the data is, quote-unquote, synchronized um, in a single source, then we can not only rely on that because it's, quote-unquote, golden, but also it solves a lot of these sort of mismatch-type problems. Is that correct? That's right, because the data as it is today is mismatched. And what a golden source is about is creating a data set that is is guaranteed to be correct. And not just correct, you know, in one place, but correct in everywhere. It's basically been synchronized and placed in the same known state with the same known life cycle events attached to it so that anybody who looks at it can see everything that's happened to it along its journey. So I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second, and I'm going to ask you, what happens if I don't? What are the consequences of not having a unified view of data and, of course, the, the things that go on top of it, right? So we're talking about context right. around that data. So, so what happened to the data? Where did it come from? Where is it going, perhaps? When did it arrive here? Why is it in this state? And, of course, how did it all come about, right? So that's what, when we say context, that's what we're, that's what we're talking right, about. Exactly. So 
One of the consequences that you get is the requirement for complex reconciliations. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if you have data in different states, let me go back to my example of a firm with an off two geographic offices doing trades with each other. If I'm the controller of that particular institution and I want to create a report, every day people have to go and reconcile the two different systems to get to an answer that's basically talking about the same data. And that's because the data is not stored or maintained in the same what context with the same context in the same life cycle events. And so every night complex workflows have to occur to reconcile that data. So you know the key thing that the key problem that this causes is just the need for reconciliations across companies, across institutions, across um, infrastructure providers. It's expensive. It takes large teams of people, and it has to be done, you know, over and over again. Why our solution? Our solution is unique because it provides full event lineage, with which provides end-to-end visibility into the data plus all its lifecycle events. That's the key that we deliver. And with that, you can do things like address this endless reconciliation problem, or you can address this ongoing reconciliation challenge. If you're delivering a single source of truth to both sides of of a trade, the need for reconciliation goes away. And we also do it in a way that we guarantee that the data is correct. And we do that through um, a cryptographic hash where we build a Merkle tree and make it immutable. And that delivers the consensus that all parties agree that the data is correct in a known state and that any changes that have have occurred to it are, are visible to all parties. So on top of the fact that this is in real time, it's also immutable. Right. Which, which, which provides the guarantee. That's right. That the context that we're delivering is correct. It's correct. And that's very powerful, right? It's sort of the idea of the zero knowledge proof. So do you think that this is a this is an approach that could be used to build other products on top of? Absolutely. One of the key things that we here at Piranova believe is that a golden source is the first step on the path to digitization. It's a prerequisite for digitization. Because once you have a golden source that's based on on immutable data that's guaranteed that has context, especially the event lineage that gives you the full end-to-end visibility into the life cycle of the, of the data, it's no longer just data. It's data plus its, its life cycle together that makes it golden. And once you have that, you can do really interesting things because you can share it. You can use it to build products because it's guaranteed. You can use it uh, to improve internal processes, which is what our customers are using it for today. You can look at complex reconciliation processes and address it. And we also have a host of other use cases that we're that we're talking to customers about that all revolve around getting to a single source of truth and to a golden source representation of, of an asset or, or data. Right. And and just to summarize, uh, I know we talked about a lot of different con- uh, concepts today, but just, just to summarize, the goal here with the golden source is to create a trusting single source of truth so that You don't have to necessarily rely on what I'm giving you. I don't have to rely on what you're giving me. We have a shared 
view of exactly what has happened. But also because of blockchain aspects that come into play in just the way we go around cleaning the data and put it all together, that lineage that we talk about, um, this is extremely trustworthy or reliable information as well. Yes, and let me just add a little bit about real time. So because we've synchronized the data, right, the way we do Golden Source, the way we create the lineage is by linking to all the different data sources that had previously been siloed. Once we've created those linkages, we can then run this as a real-time process so that we're not relying on a nightly reconciliation, but instead we're getting real-time visibility into these data points. And that's very powerful. It is. And a big change from how things previously are run. There's so much you can do with data that's that's cleansed, that data that's reliable. And I'm sure in, in subsequent episodes, we'll sit down again, David, to talk a little bit more about what could be done when the data is, a, is this caliber. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. This was extremely helpful. This was a great conversation. I think we can say you are the king of Golden Source. Um, oh, thank you, Sonia. <laughs> remember, if you want to read David's blog post on Golden Source, which you totally should, you can follow the link in our episode description. It goes live next week, or you can visit Pure Nova's Chain in the Valley on Medium. As they say in show business, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Chain in the Valley, where we cover all things blockchain and DLT over your morning beverage of choice. And remember, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, Stitcher, and chaininthevalley.com. Join the conversation and tweet us at Pure Nova Inc. or Chain in Valley because, well, we're bored and we want to hear from you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, hey, everyone. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> and have a great week.